Welcome to It Is Well podcast. I'm your host, Bontu, and this is the show where I mentor Christian young adults so that they can build their foundation on the Word of God instead of clinging to the desires of the world because my purpose is to empower the youth to live their God-given purpose. So please consider subscribing to the podcast and share it with a friend or two to make a difference in their life. Yeah, another thing I want to add just to the verses again. Here we see Moses, you know, he was given what signs, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to show his people in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it comes to ministry, do I see like the parallel between this and the, and the ministry is uh, some, you know, uh, people in the ministry, they just come up with whatever and they're going to teach other people. Mm-hmm. But here we, in the story, we see that Moses is not just going to give any signs or anything. He just has in his mm-hmm. mind, right? Yeah. He's doing what God has told him or what God has given him to go mm-hmm. and give to people. So when it comes to doing ministry for God um, or just, you know, um, as Christians, when we're doing ministry, we're supposed to be delivering or sharing something that we got from God. You know, mm-hmm. not just some made up, whatever, I don't know, ideas. Um, yeah, it has to be something that we got from the Word of God, you know, from God Himself, not just yeah. some random stuff we picked up from I don't know where. So, yeah, I just want to highlight that, um, how we can just go, you know, yes, I'm doing ministry, therefore, let me just do whatever, you know, mm-hmm. do what God gives you to, to share, whether you get it from the Word of God, you know, from God Himself, just it has to come from God. Yes. That's so true. That's a very important thing to actually note. So we're going to continue from verse 10 to verse... Going to continue from verse 10 to verse 12. So join us. It says, Then Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant. But I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? And he continues to say, Now therefore, go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you will say. Now that's powerful. That is so powerful because, you know, just as in the very beginning when Moses was saying, how will they ever believe me? Now he's not looking at their condition. Now he's looking at himself. You know, now he's saying, now you see, I have a speech issue. You see, I have this issue. Oh, this issue, this issue. He's continuing with the issues. But the Lord is asking him, okay, who made your mouth? And he's like, Ha, it's the Lord. And then the Lord goes, I will touch your mouth and be with you. And you know who it reminds me of? It reminds me of Jeremiah. Mm. Now, Jeremiah was a young person like us. And Jeremiah, when he was being called by God, he said, But Lord, I am young. 
like how will these people ever believe me they will think i'm too young they will think i don't have the skills they will think i don't know what i'm talking about they mm-hmm. will think i'm wasting their time and god is telling him don't say you're too young and god told him i will touch your mouth in both these stories we see here that when god says i will touch your mouth he means i'm going to give you the words to say he's saying don't worry what you're going to speak don't worry of your public speaking skills don't worry of your any of those things i'm going to be with you like don't worry about it so um yeah what do you think about it um I mean, uh, this has happened a lot, especially when, uh, you know, we're talking uh, mm-hmm. or uh, just, you know, preaching or any discussion pretty much, you know, you yeah. be there, you have no idea of what to say and then it got into this, you know, beautiful, fantastic idea, you'd be like, wow, you know, yeah. so those things like that, like it's something like you never thought of before, right? But for yeah. something just pops up in your head, and you're like, man, this is great, right? Mm-hmm. So those are different from guy um cause it's something that you didn't get yourself or for example another thing I can say is when I'm reading the bible there are yeah. times I'm reading the bible I'm reading a verse that I have read countless times but mm-hmm. this time I'm understanding I'm understanding it better than like I never than before right mm-hmm. I'm understanding it in a, a deeper profound level so yeah. um, I'm seeing revelations from that verse So those times where you get things that were not in your mind, it's yeah. definitely coming from God. Also, another thing, we know that the Bible is, um, uh, like the author of the Bible is the Holy Spirit. So he's the one who, you know, convict, uh, gives us those revelations and uh, uh, a new understanding or help who helps us understand the Bible when we are reading it. So mm-hmm. for me, the way um, I've seen discipline in my life, is when I'm reading the Bible, you know, there are times, as I said again, I read a verse and then I just get a new idea, boom, you know, in my head, I'm like, wow, like, this is sweet, you know? So, um, yeah, also just when we're talking uh, with people, talking the Word of God, you know, we hear a verse, you read a verse, and then you get a, you know, a good idea in your mind, you know, making those links with other verses. So, yeah, it's very, it's something that really happens a lot in our life. Um, And personally, I can say this for myself because it's something that I didn't give, like, I didn't think about. It just, like, popped up in my head, you know? So, yeah. Also, actually, I think there's, uh, um, I don't know where in the Bible, but another verse that says, uh, you know, like, during the time, the, where I think it's Acts, I don't know, like, you're getting beat in front of kings, uh, all these whatever rulers, And then don't worry about what you're going to say. You know, God is going to give you what, what you're going to say. Uh, in other words, like, he's going to give you new stuff to say. And also, he's going to be reminding you what to say. So, you know, um, yeah, it also reminds me of that verse. I don't know where it is, but it says, like, I don't know if you know. <laughs> like, that verse. You know the verse I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I've heard of it several times. Yeah, I think it's it's mentioned in not just one verse. Maybe several verses, actually. Okay. I'm thinking that, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I can I can totally see that lesson in this story because even in my own experience, not just Moses' story, there are times for me personally I'm like okay. Yes, it's easy to speak to so and so because they're Christian about God's word. But what if I you know 
when God is calling me to speak to someone else who is not Christian, who is not like with any religion, God is telling me, tell them something about God. Sometimes I do personally, I get, you know, scared about their reaction. I'm like, ha, what if they say, I don't want to hear about God, especially in this country, you know? And they're like, you know, don't tell me anything about it. Like I am I'm not in any religion or... Sometimes you're scared about their reaction, you know, you're scared if you're in a, for example, you're in a school and you ever mention anything about God, you will get, you know, suspended or you will be, you know, called like you're forcing their religion on them. I mean, we do have fear. We do have fear sometimes in our lives when we don't want to go because we're like, God, like I, I can preach to the other Christian you know but not this girl who is dealing with this and this at my school anyone but this person and actually uh-huh. it, it it dives us into verse 13 which says but he said oh my lord please send by the hand of whomever else you may send so Moses uh-huh. is saying anyone but me like not me not yes. me the person who has this story like please just use someone else i mean there are lots of people in he's probably thinking there are lots of people in egypt in in israel who who have man special skills so and so is the son of this known elder why not him so and so is that you know that's what you even said this edge and time there is this person's child there is so and so who is who did even specialized in university in this why not them like why are you choosing me but god has a special reason you know and whoever god calls it has nothing to do with their weakness or their strength god it's not like when I say nothing to do with their strength, I don't mean that their strengths don't matter. But I don't mean at the same time I don't mean that oh because they are so special, because they are so skilled, like that's why God is using them. No. You know, because God is wise is the wisest. You know, our wisdom is nothing compared to his wisdom. So when God sure. chooses to use us, to me it makes me think that God sees something in us that we don't see in ourselves. You know, it, it, it shows me that God values us. He sees us differently from the world. Because the world, you know, for example, on social media tells us one thing about who we are in Christ. About who we are generally as us. The world tells us you are measured by your studies by your money by your fame by your position but god doesn't look like look at anything like that he doesn't look at all your skills or your whatever you know i mean look at the disciples they were fishermen tax collectors you know (laughs) all this not that those jobs are not bad but you get the point of the story you know god uses people who are willing not people who think they are qualified you know, there was a, a wonderful quote that someone once said, God qualifies the cold. You know, he equips the cold. God can never call you to something he's not going to equip you. You know, wherever he sends you, he equips you. And that's what he's telling Moses right here. And uh, Amon is going to read for us now from verse 
14 to verse 17 as we wrap up. Um, and before I read that, I just want to add something else. Yeah, something sure. On what you just said. Um, you know, if you look many characters in the Bible, uh, God will see something in them, but they won't see it, right? Um, when the God told Moses, you know, God is so like in this man, there was the Pentateuch. Is it the Pentateuch, the five books of the Bible, like the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, you know, like he saw the man. Mm-hmm. That's what he saw. Like, yeah, this man is killing five first book of the Bible. But for Moses, it was, come on, like, I'm not good at, you know, speaking. Like, why me? You know, but God saw something in him, right? He saw Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus in the man, right? And so on, right? Uh, Paul, right? First, it was a serial killer. The guy was killing Christians like nothing else, right? But when God called him, in him, he saw like, almost the whole New Testament, right? The guy wrote like so many letters in the, in the New Testament, right? Again, as you said, the disciples, uh, they were fisher, they were you know, tax collectors, but God did not see that. He saw the future, right? God is like, he can lead, he can He can see the future before we get there. So when he tells us, I want you to do this, he has, he knows what your future looks like. He knows what is ahead of you. So yes, we may get, you know, shocked, get up afraid to be like, oh God, no, no, there's no way I can do that. Like me? No. You know? But God is literally asking us to do that because he knows we can. He knows that we are able to do that. So yeah, we just need to trust him. Uh, he has seen the future. He saw us actually doing that thing in the future. That's why he's coming to tell us. You know? So yeah, that's what I just want to share before I read. Uh, uh, you said verse 14 to Yes, verse 14 to verse 17. All right. So 14 says, Then the Lord became angry with Moses. All right, he said. What about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know he speaks well. And look, he is on his way to meet you now. He will be delighted to see you. Talk to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with both of you as you speak. And I will instruct you. I'll instruct you both in what to do. Aaron will be your speaker man, your speaksman, spokesman uh, to the people. He will be your mouth, your mouthpiece, and you will stand in the place of God for him, telling him what to say. 17. And take your shepherd's staff with you and use it to perform the miraculous signs I have shown you. Mm, this is this is a game powerful right um i'll let amon actually first share his thought on it and then i'll share mine um so first thing i want to share here is uh in verse um so again moses was complaining you know uh, god you know i can't do this you know like i can speak na 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 um but um what i like here is god is giving him another person right to help him do the job um, and I think this is really important, especially in God's ministry, to have someone, you know, to do ministry with. Uh, again, as I said earlier, uh, this is one of the ways to um, avoid burnouts in the ministry, right? The Bible does tell us that the body of Christ is made of many parts. You know, there is the head, I mean, you know, uh, arms, legs. Uh, the body has many organs, right? But they all work together to keep the body alive, right? Um, and if you have just one part of the body doing everything, it's just 
it's strange. The Bible calls it strange. Just imagine having the whole body made of just eyes, you know, working on eyes. That would be even dangerous, right? So it's definitely good to have, you know, someone who is strong. For example, yeah, Aaron, we see that, you know, uh, even God himself said he speaks well, right? And Moses is going to be doing this part. So uh, sharing, um, you know, sharing work or responsibilities or task in ministry is very important. You may have someone who is good in, I don't know, prophecy, someone who is good in, I don't know, with uh, health stuff, who knows about, you know, uh, you know, which fruits are best for, I don't know, what kind of problem you may have, maybe stomach ache, you know. Uh, you may have another person who is good at speaking, who is good at typing, because at, at times you may need to write stuff down, right? Uh, you may have someone who is good with tech, right? Technology stuff. Um, some another person with transportation. You may have to travel. So, pretty much, uh, one thing I like from this passage, which I just read, is that you know having someone to do the ministry together with, you know, because doing all that by yourself uh, it could be overwhelming. Um, but having another person besides, it's much better and relieving, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, that is so true. Like, some, we, we really need to work with each other, you know, as brothers and sisters in ministry and help each other, you know. And for me, one thing that I really got from this, one of the things that actually stood out to me is that even when Moses thought that he wasn't eloquent enough, yes, um, God called him and showed him Ammon, right? God brought Ammon to him. I mean, uh, Aaron, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he brought Aaron to him. But guess what? Aaron did not replace Moses. Aaron did not do all the work. Aaron did not take the space of Moses to the point that, aha, uh -huh, now you see, this is the reason why I don't belong in this ministry in the first place. This is the reason why I am not good at speaking. No, it did not fill any of those gaps. Yes, Aaron was there to be like an assistant to him, but it didn't mean that now God was changing his plan, that Moses was no longer part of the picture. And that's how sometimes we are sometimes, you know, we're like, God, yeah, I would like an assistant, but in fact, let them do the whole thing. Like, let me not even be on camera. Let me not be on, you know, let me not be anywhere in ministry because I don't, yeah, I don't belong there. But no, God is saying, yes, you may have your challenges and I will send people or a person your way to help you to guide you, to, you know, be your supporting arm. But it doesn't mean that you're no longer important. It doesn't mean that you're no longer useful in this ministry or this calling or this mission. And so I know several young people are listening to this episode and are probably, you know, thinking or saying that, yes, but I don't know like what I'm good at. I don't know. You know where I belong because several young people don't know their purpose in life you know but we want to again encourage you that just because you haven't yet discovered your purpose or just because this is your first year being a Christian or you just got baptized or whatever sort of 
you know, thing that's in your journey, it doesn't mean again that God doesn't want to use you, that you're no longer part of the mission or the calling. God can use anyone. You know, there is a quote that says by Ellen White that God can use you much more in a moment than in many years. Because you know, there are people who have lived their lives and have said, I've wasted my years. I've ever had people say that, like, I have spent it in money, in fame, in all kinds of things, man. Like, my story, like, I've wasted my time. <laughs> and they go, now what do I have left? Like, I have, like, what? I'm almost, you know, this age. No. Whether, even though you give two years, just one, two you give two years of your time to God, trust me, he will do much more with you than you could have ever done in your 25 years. You know, he can bless it. For real, like, I have seen people's lives changed through God's hand in a matter of weeks. Just weeks. Yeah, and actually one of my friends I remember if she listens to this episode, shout out to you, Yvonne. She's like, she's called Yvonne. And so mm. Yvonne is one of my friends from Uganda and she's such an inspiration to me because we got baptized in the same um, year together. But unlike for me, for example, like I, I, my family were Adventist, right? But for her, her family was not Adventist right? But let me tell you, God used her in powerful ways. Like, God blessed her years. Sincerely, I look at my friend Yvonne's life and I see God's hand touching her. God has blessed her to be hardworking in her work setting. God has blessed her to reach to people in her school, to be a leader, to do things like sign language, and I know there are some people who are listening to this story and thinking, well, she's probably such a girl with talents. <laughs> you know, sometimes we always put excuses to the, yes, to the story. Sure, yeah. But mm-hmm. no, sincerely, it's God who blessed her with those skills that he gave her. And you know, in the parable, as we are ending, in the parable of the talents, you remember the parable of the talents? The king gave some talents, different talents mm-hmm. to each person. And whoever yes. used it, when the king came back, then the king multiplied their talents. Some of us, God has blessed us with whether it be one talent. We don't want to use it. And then we look at that person who has 10 talents and we are wondering, mm-hmm. what is going on? Well, the mm-hmm. difference is that person they once had only one talent. They only mm-hmm. maybe could sing. They couldn't do anything else but sing. So they mm-hmm. used it. And then when they sang, they discovered, hey, I can actually elaborate on a verse. Because mm-hmm. maybe they were explaining that verse before they sang the song behind that verse. You see? It's like mm-hmm. God shows you step by step. Okay, now I've discovered I'm good at this. Then you discover later. I'm actually so good at this. Then you you discover more things. But if you never use your talent, if you sit on your talent, 
Sincerely, we can't expect ourselves to grow. We can't expect to grow at any point because we have chosen, we have made a decision to sit on our talents and God doesn't want us to sit on our talents, you know? Yet he is calling us for a great purpose. And so, Amon, would you like to maybe share with us, since you are in Lighthouse Ministry and someone could be saying, okay, could you please share with us, you know, some of the things that you guys do in your ministry to reach out to people that someone else at home, let's say someone is at home right now, what's Mm. some things or one thing, even one thing that they can do to reach out to someone? Uh, One thing they can do to reach out to someone, um, again, as I said earlier, ministry is not always just by, you know, really talking about like God or the Bible. Uh, God is in everything for sure, but it's not always about oh, let's read in Genesis, let's read, in, let's read in uh, liber- liber- liberation, let's uh, uh, you know open each of our books. Um, it can be something as little as just talking to somebody, you know, asking them how they're doing. Cause what, there's so many people who have who are actually who are lonely, right? Who are suffering with uh, like they don't have people to talk to. So being there for someone to talk to, to open up and share, you know, and laugh with, that's ministry right there, you know? Cause some people are, you know, uh, taking their life just because they don't have someone to talk to, right? Sending a text uh, or um, I just look at, I think it's Matthew where just, you know, the story where Jesus was, um, there was the two groups with uh, like the, the group of um, sheep, and the goats, right? Jesus said, uh, this one group, uh, they did everything, you know, they saw people who are naked, uh, they gave them clothes, uh, hungry, gave them food, you know, thirsty, gave them water. So those are things, I mean, you don't even talk, right? Someone is just, you see someone with no clothes, you just give them clothes. You see someone need help, you just help them. That's ministry, right? Um, so that's what God was looking at when he, when he was, as the judgment day right some people are like oh we did prophesy we did you know heal people we did do this and that but they missed they missed the most important part the application the way you live with your you interact with your fellow friends your neighbors right so what i can just tell people is uh what we do as lighthouse as i said again we do open yes books uh we do study the you know from the bible we do also do something as i said all your care packages you know we're just going uh campus especially during the exams because university you know some people just lose their mind during exams so just write some words you know uh you got this uh just to encourage them as they go do their exams um it can help somebody that's ministry uh or just you know sometimes put in i don't know a pen um so pretty much there are so many things you can do i'm I just I'm trying to tell you guys it's not the ministry is not limited to opening the bible right we can do ministry in so many different ways uh through just helping out somebody right so i would say if you're at home um just you know talking to people again that would be something very convenient to do you don't even need to go outside just make a phone uh, i mean call uh, talk to them or chat, you know, just things, small things like that, that we may think it's not ministry, but it's very important. Uh, and the reason I'm saying it's very important is because even the church, uh, sometimes I see like people, we only like get to see each other just on Sabbath, right? 
So if we get to even keep the um, communication going throughout the week, it's going even to strengthen our relationship, right? It's going to strengthen our, um, yeah, like, because we're all in the same journey, you know, going to heaven, uh, you know, same part of, same parts that make up the body of Christ. So if you keep in, uh, in contact, if you keep talking to each other during the week, it's going to strengthen, to strengthen our relationship, even our work, right? It's going to be much easier to, it's going to even create, you know, the unit is going to be stronger. And as we said again, the unit is power, right? We're going to even do greater things later on when we are close to each other, when we know each other better. So, yeah, so pretty much we can start as small as talking to people or helping out other people, whether it's a stranger, whether it's someone you know. So, yeah, I think those are some of the stuff we do. We go out, you know, have fun, um, just to get away from think doing those because at school, you sometimes you study too much and you fry your brain. Mm. <laughs> so having that moment here, you go and just, you know, have fun. Um, it's, yeah, it's helpful. Yeah. And would you maybe like to share with us, how has it impacted your life? Or has there been someone who has reached out to the ministry that you're involved in and maybe, they, maybe told them how it impacted their life? Do you have any story to share with us in just a few moments? Yeah, so for me, um, you know, ACF helped me a lot. Um, just coming from high school, going to university, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I always feared, you know, from high school, universities, hard universities, this and that. Uh, I was uh, I was ready at the same time, um, I was nervous. So I did contact the people who are in the ACF uh, club. Um, they did help me out, telling me this is what you have to do. Um, you know, for example, in university, you know, in high school, you don't buy books, right? You go to a class, for example, have biology, they just give you a textbook. In the uni, you have to buy yourself, literally for every class, right? So I would reach out to them. I'm like, okay, I'm looking for a book, like, any idea where I can get a book? Uh, they would give me their own books, books they used from previous years. So I would save money that way. Um, also, whenever I have questions, uh, also, like, even in spiritual ways, because as I said again, Lighthouse, they do, like, we help each other, they help other people academically, spiritually, you know, uh, everyday life. So uh, spiritually, we would have this Bible again, studies on every Friday. Uh, we talk about, you know, strategies to, um, like how we can, the strategies on how we can uh, perform better or how we can, stay encouraged you know when we fail in class or when uh uh we feel like it's too much how we can stay how we can take breaks pretty much you know or how we pretty much like one another thing that helped me is how to deal with uh stress you know or um when i have too much thing going on uh, especially with school to take that moment and a break uh or um um you know, go again, have, having that fun. Because for me, I was like, so when you're in uni, it's just studying, 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 studying. But have taught me, it's not just about that. You know, if you do that, you can, uh, like, you can fry your brain, you can just burn yourself out. So they taught me to have a break, you know? Yes, study, but always remember, um, yes, two people do say university uh, or whatever post-secondary school, what is called university, it's about studying, but, always remember your health is more important than everything everything else right 
Um, so, but the big thing I'll say that have, have, have helped me is um, finding that, you know, um, helping me academically, uh, finding books, um, also being there for me, you know, whenever I don't understand something, um, I don't understand how university works, whenever I have questions, I reach out to them. They tell me, oh, you, you need this kind of thing, you can reach out to these people. Also, another would have helped me, as I said again, it's uh, uh, being able to find peace within all the studies that are going on uh, that can be stressful uh, and too much. So they've, I've learned it to, because, um, you know, they're going through the same thing as me, you know, so it's always a good idea. It's always better to be around people who are going through the same thing, right? Especially them, they have experience, you know, they are in their fourth year, you know, they have been in university longer. So, yeah, they did help me, um, give me some ideas on how I can deal with those kind of moments where you feel like school can be too much. Um, so, yeah, I would say for anyone who is going to post-secondary school, um, mm-hmm. you know, here in Ontario, uh, I highly recommend that you join ASF Club. Um, they help in so many ways, you know. One thing I like about a lighthouse, a lighthouse or just ASF in general is when all the chapters, all the clubs from every public campus meet, you know, and we just, you know, have a great time. Uh, we share the ministry we have done on our, on our campuses and uh, yeah, we just have a great time. So those moments, uh, they always, they always lighten my life, you know, seeing mm-hmm. other people from different campuses. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's some wow. people who just don't get to do those stuff. They always yeah. just focus studying from Monday to Monday, like they don't take breaks, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna just stop there. I mean, there's something I can yeah. say, but wow, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's really nice. That's really nice that it's not just impacting, you know, the people that you're reaching, but it has impacted your own life, and mm-hmm. it makes a greater impact when it starts with you, you know. Because yes. if let's say it didn't impact you, you didn't like it, like you would do, mm-hmm. you would be doing it like by force, you know. Yeah. But it has become so much of your life. It has become part of your life to the mm-hmm. point that you know it's so easy to speak about it and smile because it has made an impact, you know, starting with your yes. own life. So yes. if someone wants to join, can you maybe share with us? your Instagram account if someone wants to reach out maybe ask right, you a question sure. and also sure. you can share with us maybe Lighthouse Instagram as well in case someone mm-hmm. wants to reach out yeah. uh, just give me a second we're going to check that right now um, okay sure so yeah Lighthouse uh, Instagram account is uh, Lighthouse pretty much light um, we just spelled it out it's Lighthouse ACF, so I'm going to spell it out. L-I-G-H-T-H-O-U-S-E-A-C-F. Let's say it again. L-I-G-H-T-H-O-U-S-E-A-C-F. That's my chapter's account, Lighthouse ACF. And mine is A-M-O-N. R-A-Y-S I'm on Raise That's my account So if you have any question about ACF You can reach me there uh, Or you can reach my chapter Or my club Which is Lighthouse ACF And uh, yeah We can 
move on from there. So there are so many chapters. Because um, some another thing I found out is there's some uh, people actually attend public campus, but they don't know to have an ACF club at their campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure you may have one. If you you attend a public campus in Ontario, you may have an ACF club at your school. Yeah. Um, you may just know, no, but yeah, you can reach out to me or my uh, club again, Lighthouse ACF, and it can help you find that club. So another thing I just want to say again, um, yes. I said how it, another way has helped me, it has helped me to know many people, like to mm. know people from like across the province, you know, from Toronto, from uh, Scarborough, you know, like people mm. at the like, I don't know how I could have met them without ACF, yeah. you know, and having those connections is something that is a blessing to me. So, yeah. Yeah, that's incredible, actually. In Uganda, if there are any people listening from Uganda, they would know this term, but they say technical novel, <laughs> which basically <laughs> means, you know, the more you know people, the more opportunities you will get. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, connect to your local SEF. Mm. You, you never know who you're going to meet. Maybe For you're sure. going to even meet Amon himself if you are at mm. his school. So, yeah, just reach out, ask him a question, or even say something about this episode. How has it impacted your life? So, we have come to the end of this episode, and we are just so glad to be sharing with you an evangelism we hope that you will use these tools that we have shared with you that no matter where you have come from, your history, your language, or whatever you uh, um, are from, that God can still use you. He can still equip you. So please share this episode with one or two friends. And you know, you never know the impact that you're going to make on their life. And if you would like to follow us on Instagram, you can at eat. Hi, uh, dash is dash well dash podcast to get to see the behind the scenes of the podcast, our weekly quotes, and so on and so forth. Thank you so much for listening and may God richly bless you. Thank you, Amon, for coming to the podcast.